mind. What's on your mind? Information. She's full of it. Things to do, places to visit, and the stories behind the people in our community. That's a lot of information. Throw in a little news and pop culture. That's too much information. You have TMI with Teresa. What have I told you about over here? TMI with Teresa. We're all guilty of TMI. TMI. Good morning, and thank you for joining me. So we're still going through that crazy time this past week specifically. We have Kansas, and we have Missouri, and we have different counties, and all of them are opening things up at different times. The stay-at-home orders are expiring at different times, and it's just been a little bit chaotic. So I thought this week it would be nice to talk to two people that I've known for a while, Kelly Stone Street from Orange Theory Fitness, Lenexa. And later in the show, we're going to talk to Shannon Luna, and she is a hairstylist. Her website is shannonsalon.com. But I thought it'd be interesting to get two different perspectives from friends of mine that I haven't seen in a while, from women who are just struggling in different ways, one as a mom and uh, as a business owner, kids having to leave college. And then I thought it would be interesting just to find out from a gym perspective, what are the new guidelines? From a hairstylist perspective, what are your new guidelines? What's going to happen? How are things going to be different when you are able to open back up? So we'll talk to Shannon here in a few minutes. But first, let's talk to Kelly Stone Street. And this is my May More Life segment from Orange Theory Fitness in Lenexa. So basically, I just wanted to touch base with you. I want to talk about Orange Theory Fitness in Lenexa. I want to talk about some of the new regulations that are going to happen when things reopen after COVID-19. But first, Kelly, how have you been? <laughs> I've actually been well throughout all this. It's it's hard to imagine. You know, time flies by sometimes and sometimes it seems like it's still only Tuesday, but we've done well. Yeah, I feel like I haven't talked to you in so long. Before we talk about your business, how are things just with you and your family? You're kind of in my similar situation where you had a college kiddo who probably had to move home early. And that's so weird just having to cut your freshman year short. How's everybody doing? Yes, very similar situation since we both have freshmen in college. But yeah, that was a strange thing. I remember, you know, just kind of was happening. And then all of a sudden, it seemed like everything was shutting down at once. And closing the business. And then within a few days, finding out my freshman daughter in, in college was told she had five days to move out of the dorms. And uh, just making that trip up to Omaha where she was going to school and moving her out. And it's tough when you think about just like your son, but you think about all the experiences that they're going to get as they're going off to college and venturing off on their own and how it's just completely cut short. And that's yeah. unfortunate. How did it work for you? Because here, um, my son, you know, we had to go out to Manhattan. So it wasn't quite as difficult. But it was one of those weird things where he had to like pick a day. And once you pick your day, you can't change it because they were really trying to space everybody out and make sure that his roommate wasn't there at the same time. And he said, my husband helped move him home. But he said there was only like three other people moving out of his building the day that he was doing it. Was it a difficult situation for you to try and to get up to Omaha and get everything home? It, we had a certain number of days. It wasn't strict guidelines of, you know, this window of time that you have to do it. It was, you know, a due date. You have to be out by this date. I know your son was in the band, and my daughter is an athlete, a softball player there, and they had so much time, but there weren't any other roommates there when she was moving out. But it was a matter of time. She only had a couple of hours to get everything out. Yeah, it's just a strange strange, surreal world. 
Is your daughter, was she going on scholarship? Yes. So how does all of this affect her scholarship and just coming back next year and and playing sports? We're still waiting to see. (laughs) With it being NCAA Division I, I don't know how much you've followed any of that, but seniors across the nation have an opportunity to come back and, and play one more year since as a senior, their years were cut short. Now, my daughter is a freshman, but with seniors coming back, that you know, that's going to affect playing time. It could actually affect scholarships and things like that, but it's um, they're still kind of waiting to see. They also have to wait to see if school is going to for sure be back in session in the fall. If fall sports don't play, then the spring sports won't be able to play either. It's looking like fall school is going to happen, though, for most people. Is your, is your daughter totally ready to get out of the house? <laughs> you know what? It's been a beautiful thing. I have two daughters and it's the three of us at home. And my other daughter is a, a junior in high school. So it didn't affect her senior year. But, you know, everything could change next year as she is a senior. But with the three of us at home, we've we've made the most of it. We kind of made the choice of, you know, we can be bitter about this or we can be better from it. And we've all created our new routines. I think a sense of routine is key. Wherever you are, no matter what's happening in the world and however many changes there are, we have to have a sense of routine. And we've kind of established our new routine and we've had a lot of fun. I I can't believe I'm going to say this, especially as a business owner who's been forced to shut down, but I might miss some of this quarantine. I can completely relate to that as a mom who was uh, traumatized when her son moved away. (laughs) I was so sad. And I I definitely I feel like this is a little bit of a gift that I'm getting this special time back with him because I'm sure all parents go through what I did where you you feel like, oh, no, I I wasted so many moments. There were so, so many, um, so many times when I wish that we had had more quality time and played games and just talked. And instead, you know, he was in his room or I was watching TV and you feel like now he's an, an adult and I'll never get that time back. And I feel like with him having to move home, it is a little bit of a gift, although he does still enjoy being in his room talking to his friends on the computer a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think my kids are more excited about getting back out with their friends and, and doing their things than I am. No, but it, it's, you know, we've tried to make the absolute most of it because we can all sit around and it's easy to get down and and depressed and think about all the change and how it's affected you negatively. But you kind of just make that choice of do I want to let that bring me down or do I want to look at what opportunities are here now. Yeah. Well, good attitude. So let's talk about Orange Theory Fitness. You're there in Lenexa and you, you said that you had to shut down and that is such a difficult thing. That's your livelihood. That's your more life. That's how you provide for your family. And you have a really great staff there. First of all, I want to commend you. Your staff has been so good about making videos daily and giving home workouts and just really staying positive. Tell me a little bit about that. Kind of explain to our audience what they've been doing. First of all, I'll say you're exactly right. The the team that we have there at Lenexa is top notch. And I couldn't be where I am as a business owner without my entire staff. When it all happened, I have to give credit to Orange Theory Corporate. So Orange Theory Fitness Corporate, across the country, everything was happening at different times, right? And there were different levels. And we actually chose to shut down our studio in Lenexa before we were forced to shut down. But I will say all of us as a community in in the Kansas City metro area, all of the Orange Theories, there are actually 12 studios. We all came together and decided that it's the best thing to do. It's not easy. Like you said, it's our livelihood and everything else, but it's the right thing to do. 
being a gym and fitness studio and things like that. So we did shut down our doors on March 16th. But when I said I wanted to give credit to Orange Theory Corporate, they quickly responded and reacted with producing at-home workouts. It's Orange Theory at home. And you're able to go on to YouTube and CDs and everybody as a member, as you know, you have the app where you can see these at-home workouts and log in, you know, to keep your fitness levels there. But what we decided to do as a team, we all came together. We were fortunate enough. I kept the whole team in place, didn't let anybody go, didn't lay anybody off or anything like that. So everybody stood strong as a team and started working together. And how can we bring even more life to these at-home workouts? And that's where the coaching staff came together to decide that we're going to use Facebook Live and lead these workouts. So the workouts are there and we're, you know, the coaches are leading what Orange Theory Corporate put out, but just bringing them to life and staying in touch with our members. And that was the goal with the entire staff was how do we stay in touch with everybody to let them know we're all, we're all in this together. Well, they've done a really, really good job. I wish I could tell you that I've been doing them every single day, but that would be a lie. I've been watching my husband do the workouts every single day. Billy's still going. I can't wait for you guys to reopen, Kelly, seriously, because I don't know what it is about quarantine. Well, I know what it is. I've always struggled with my weight because I don't eat when I'm hungry. I eat when I'm bored or when I'm watching a movie or when I'm, you know, whatever. And quarantine, all that makes me want to do is eat all day long. <laughs> there, there is something about that, that sense of accountability that comes with when you're not working out at home, when you're forced to go in and you want to see the friends and the community and all the people there together, it's just that accountability does make a big difference. So we, we are really excited about the opportunity to be reopening soon. So do you know what the plan is? Do you have an opening date? We set that date yesterday. If you've been following it, and I know you know this, but Kansas City Metro is one thing. The state is another. Then the county commissioners are putting things out. So it comes down to us having the studio in Johnson County that we followed the Johnson County guidelines. And once the governor came out last week and set her reopening policies, uh, Johnson County changed theirs up to follow hers, even though our order is not lifted until, you know, the end of May 10th at 1159 p.m. So phase one starts on May 11th. But with the restrictions and everything in place, as long as all criteria is met, we will be able to open our doors with classes for our members on May 25th. It will look different though. Yeah, I figure there's probably a, it's going to be stricter guidelines. And I know they're, you know, it's hard to work out in a class with social distancing. So are you still working out those details or do you kind of have an idea of the changes you're going to make? We definitely have an idea of the changes that we're going to make. The nice thing is since Orange Theory Fitness is a global organization, we have Studios International. Since this did start in China, We have been able to follow the Orange Theory Fitness Studios in China and follow their lead with best practices. Not we as Lenexa, but corporate is following all of this and providing incredible guidance on how we reopen and how we reopen safely and with social distancing and, you know, making the environment perfect for everybody willing and wanting to come back to work out in the studio. But we have a lot of things in place as far as, you know, you've been to our studio, you know, we clean with pride, but we have even more cleaning protocols in place. There's a difference that we've learned between cleaning and disinfecting, and we're going to be doing both (laughs) very stringently. 
We'll also be wearing gloves and masks, and we will have those sneeze guards that you've probably seen at the grocery stores when you've gone. We'll have those in place. We're going to start off with shorter classes that are going to be 45 minutes long because the gap in between, we'll have a 30-minute gap in between classes so that we can move people out, completely disinfect and clean all the equipment. And then when people come in the door, we will be checking temperatures, giving them hand sanitizer, limiting what they can bring into the studio and limiting the number of people, the capacity for each class to begin with. For a few weeks anyway, it'll be half the class size or less. So does that mean, for example, like in your row of treadmills, it would maybe be every other treadmill has a person on it or every two treadmills? Yes. What we're looking at right now is what that number is, but there'll be space between each individual one to two treadmills between each one, same thing on the rowers and same thing when you're on the floor, just to create that separation from people from a safety standpoint, just to let everybody know we do recognize, even though you want to come back to work out, there's still a little bit of fear in everybody. and We want to make sure that we're promoting that safety and that, you know, reduced exposure. Yeah, it's just it's such a weird time. I mean, you know, I, I want to say that this is all just temporary, but I kind of I, I would not be surprised if some of the changes that you and restaurants and other businesses are implementing, I wouldn't be surprised if some of them stick around. I think we might just become a, a germophobic society. Well, you know, that's one thing to think about. You know, this is something brand new to all of us, right? This has never happened before, this type of shutdown. But Blue season's coming, even cold season, things like that. People still need to wash their hands and stay home if they're sick. You know, do the right things by not being selfish in these situations, but considering others. Have you adjusted to wearing a mask when you go out? Do you wear one to the grocery store? Oh, come on. You're putting me on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You know, you don't have to answer. I'll just say that I've only I've I've been lucky enough that I haven't had to do all of the shopping. Uh, I somehow convinced my husband to do that. And so I've only had to do it once. And it is, uh, it's a very weird feeling, even though it's socially acceptable right now, I, you just feel so self-conscious. <laughs> and then I wore a mask the other day to, it was uh, over in KCK. And it just happened to me in an area where nobody around was wearing one. And then I had one on and it was just the opposite. I felt like, oh gosh, now everyone's staring at me because I look silly in my mask and nobody over here is into it. <laughs> <laughs> Where we've gone out, you know, just with my daughters, we'll be outside and doing things like that. But the only real destination we've gone to is either the pharmacy or the grocery store. And, and we have worn gloves and masks just there, but but not anywhere else. So I can't say I'm accustomed to it, but I will be because in the studio, we'll be doing it when that many people are coming together. We'll have to just create some designer Orange Theory face masks that people can buy. Yeah. That <laughs> we'll wait and see. My cousin is actually a seamstress and she's making us some Orange Theory masks for the team, but uh, I'm not allowed to sell them. <laughs> oh, but that's so. cute, though. I've seen where um, people are really taking advantage of the situation. And like Walt Disney, they've even created special Disney character masks that you can order online. I know like Charlie Hustle, I ordered some of those with the little Casey heart. You know, if it's going right. to if it's going to be a part of our of our fashion from now on, then might as well look cute. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, I just wanted to check in on you and see how you're doing, because I know that uh, it has been hard for you having to have your doors closed, but that you were excited about what's coming and, and opening back up. I know that at Orange Theory there in Lenexa, you guys really are like a family. I see a lot of the members on social media just commenting and following along with the at-home workouts. And 
they they miss a lot of just the socializing with the friends that they've made every day. Yes, and that's the thing is we've tried to do our best through social media because that's what you know so many people rely on. But not everyone is on social media. But whether it's Instagram or Facebook, the entire Lenexa staff has been fabulous in keeping our sense of family together and, and trying to reach out to everybody. And it's just been great. We we talk, we have our Zoom calls once a week, and we've even had our virtual happy hours as a, as a team. And it's it's fun just to see what everybody's been doing and see how everybody's handling it, but just staying together and staying strong together so that when we all come back, we're ready to be there for the members. Okay, so I just want to recap a little bit. I actually got to talk to Kelly earlier in the week. She was waiting for a little bit of confirmation. So after I talked to Kelly, they did post on the Orange Theory Fitness Lenexa Facebook page confirming that they are reopening classes on May 26th and they are going to have schedules posted at a later date, but they gave just a few more details about some of the changes that she said she was working on. For example, that the coaches and the staff will all be wearing their personal protective equipment at all times. They're going to be doing a verbal symptom checklist, checking temperatures, and then they're going to do the same for all of the people that are coming into the studio. She also mentioned that if you are wearing a mask, that some of the coaches are going to provide options for all outs. And if you're not familiar with how Orange Theory works, that's where you're like giving it your best. Like you are running as fast as you can. You're walking at the highest elevation that you can on the treadmill. And so I can see where that would be hard to breathe with a mask on. She also mentioned that I think she covered this in the interview where she said like normally they have lockers and you can put your bags and purses and stuff in there you can't do that anymore you're not going to be able to just bring stuff in you are not going to be able to just wait around in the lobby they're going to wait and open the doors when it's time for the class they're going to have lots of hand sanitizer they're going to put stickers on the floors to enforce safe social distancing they've eliminated like you can't use the showers you can't use the towels just things like that again for all the details and for the updates on how things are changing and how they're going to work from now on in a world of COVID-19, just look for Orange Theory Fitness Lenexa on Facebook. So now let's talk about hairstylists and salons. And I'm sure a lot of this is the same for the nail salons as well. What kind of changes are they going to make? I have a friend, her name is Shannon Luna, and she is also my stylist. And just like Kelly, she's been a big sponsor and supporter of TMI with Teresa. And I haven't talked to her in a long time. And boy, my roots are definitely showing. So I want to touch base with her and see how things are going. Hello. Hello. Is this Shannon? How are you, friend? Good. How are you? I'm good. I feel like I haven't talked to you in so long. I know. It's been way too long. I want to talk to you about just new guidelines and you being a hairstylist and all that kind of stuff, but I just kind of want to catch up. How has this been for you? Because I know that you haven't been able to work and I've seen you busting your butt on social media, just trying to be out in front of your clients and do tutorials and just trying to do whatever you can to drum up your business. So how are you? I'm hanging in there. It's been tough. It's been really, really different for me. and. I decided instead of being depressed and figuring out different things for me to do was this was a perfect timing for me to be able to help others in the same industry. And so, so yeah, so I've been reaching out to all the hairstylists and trying to share anything with them to help because I know that we're all in the same boat with not really getting any income coming in. So That's why I've reached out to all of them, and it's really made me 
appreciate and not take things for granted. So you work on the Johnson County, Kansas side. So do you know what day you get to go back? When will the salon where you are, when will it officially open? We are still uncertain. We've been told May 18th. And then I've also been told June the 1st. And are they still figuring out exactly how it's going to work? Or have you been given a list of new guidelines? So I've been following the Kansas site and everything. But at the same time, I've been following other stylists like in their state. And so I know that we will get a true guideline once we are confirmed with a solid date to start. Like from the cosmetology board? Is that who you're waiting to get it from? or That. Yes, because what's going to happen is state boards, after our county has decided, the government has decided, okay, or the governor has decided this is our start date, then state boards is going to say these are the things that have to be done in order for you to pass your inspections whenever they come in. Just They just pop in to make sure that you are following all the guidelines. So I know you're anticipating having to wear masks and gloves. (laughs) Yes. What else are you thinking? Like, what are the things you've heard? How many appointments you can book in one day is going to change? You'll probably be limited. Yeah. So we won't be able to double book anymore. So like whenever you come in and you're processing, you know, how I usually have someone coming in right after while you're processing, it'll just be me and the other client in the room. And so it's going to be longer days for us hairstylists. So we can make sure that we get all of our clients in. So it's just going to hopefully be temporary and we can get back to double booking. So then I'm able to get more people in in a day. It's truly going to be different. Like we already clean and sanitize in between clients. But now one of our clients come in, they're going to have to use the hand sanitizer. And we're actually for the first couple of weeks going to shut our bathrooms down just because of the traffic and stuff. And if we, as a stylist, doesn't know that they're going into the bathroom um, before they're coming in and somebody else goes in there, we have to make sure that we have everything sanitized each and every time someone goes in there. So we're just shutting down some of that. We're taking out any of the chairs out in the hallway. So there's not going to be any waiting except for you can wait out in your car and then I will either call you or text you to come into the salon and I have to come to the door and greet you and then immediately have you use the hand sanitizer and then you come back to my room. And the nice thing for me and a lot of us hairstylists is that because I have a private room, I know that there's going to be stipulations for some salons that have open concepts that they're not going to be able to have more than 10 people in in the area. But for me, because I have a private room, that's not going to be titled towards me because I have a private room and I'm able to shut my door and be closed off from the other stylists that are there. I don't want to get too personal and it's okay for you to say you prefer not to to answer, but how has this been? Like, for example, you basically, you pay rent to have your space, but the entire salon is shut down, but I'm sure your owner still has to pay their mortgage. So how has that worked? Have you had to continue making payments? So originally, whenever she talked to us, when we shut down, she says, you know, I can cover you guys for two weeks and then you guys are going to have to start paying. And she's been such a huge blessing to us. She was actually able to get approved for the business side loan 
Mm -hmm. um, the PPP, I think, loan is what it's called. And so she's actually been able to give us seven weeks without having to pay. That's been huge because as us being self-employed, um, when we pay in our taxes and stuff like that, we're not paying that unemployment part because we don't have employees. So they're still working on all of that. So it's been a blessing that she has not charged us and it's not going to affect us when we do start back. Now, I know that this coming week, that's when it's all going to start. But she has floated us for seven weeks and we are very fortunate because I know some salons, they just can't, they can't afford that or they didn't get approved for those loans. Yeah, that's really great. That's very generous of her. I, I think so many people here in our area have just come together. And like you, for example, I saw on social media, like you said, you've been reaching out to other stylists. You know, you said that you found certain supplies and if you're having a hard time finding them, this is where I got it. And you don't have to do that. You don't have to share your little secrets, but that was so generous of you to want to help other people. Yeah, I'm, that's, that's what I really love about. I mean, this is a time we all need to help each other and not put each other down and criticize. And so I'm like, you know, if I can help somebody else, why not? That's what everybody needs. How has this been for you just on a social level? Because I, we always joke that a lot of people feel that their hairstylist or their visit to the hair salon is kind of like going to have therapy because <laughs> you can just talk yeah. and you can vent about things in your life. And, you know, it's just a really nice time to visit. How has it been for you just not seeing your clients every day? It's been a struggle. And, you know, I still will send out emails and I tell everybody, you know, hey, if you need to talk, I'm here for you. I mean, because it's almost like everybody becomes family. And so it's been really difficult for me. It's gotten better for me, but it's really, really different. You know, I kind of chuckle because, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not just a hair, hairstylist. I'm a therapist, too. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, my clients really were kind of my therapy, too, being able to just express things and being able to have that social life has, you know, I'm, it was taken away from me. So, yeah, I think that's why I kind of struggled so much in the beginning. So be honest now, as someone who is very protective of her clients, how many of us, and I say us because I did it, how many of us have posted photos of either ourselves or family members cutting their own hair or coloring it in a way that really wasn't the correct way? How many have you witnessed and how many have made you go insane? Oh, I have cringed whenever I've seen them. And I'm like, please tell me you did not really do that. Please tell me you did not do that. <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, the, the part of me, I'm like, okay, well, I can, I can help. I know I'll be able to fix it. That's just, that's just in my nature to do that. But yeah, I can only imagine what some of my clients are going to look like when they come back. I didn't touch mine. In fact, you offered even help put together, you know, a little kid and like, show me what to do. And, you know, I said, uh -uh, I'm not touching it. You know what? I embrace my gray. I'll see you when all this is over. But it's different with kiddos. And I think especially boys with short hair. And I'm not sure if you saw the video where my husband shaved off Christian's hair. <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, I did not. I will have to go back. Oh and yeah. That. It's like a little buzz cut um, and it's already starting to grow back out. But the funny thing is, Shannon, we didn't actually have the proper clippers that you use to cut men's hair. All Billy had was a body trimmer. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so there were lots of inappropriate conversations during the video I made of 
where has this been and what do you usually use it for? And now it's where on my head? <laughs> yeah, and poor Christian because his hair's so thick. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, he's very excited to see you whenever everything opens back up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I appreciate you taking the time just to touch base. I, I really wanted to just say hi to you. Um, you know, you're correct when you say that, uh, you know, we, we met because we were doing hair and you were my stylist, but you've become much more than that. You're my friend. And it's nice just to touch base with you and see how you're doing. And I definitely cannot wait for things to get back to normal and for you to be able to get rid of my gray. Thank you. I'm so glad that you called me. And yes, it's always good to hear your voice. Remember, you can find out more about Shannon and book appointments or buy products at shannonsalon.com. Thanks for listening to TMI with Teresa. Production and voice imaging by DJ Sod and Connor Quinn. Get episode updates and read Teresa's blog at tmiwithteresa.com. Uh-huh.